Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. <laughs> so a few days ago, somebody mentioned a historical figure in a conversation, and I, I didn't know how to respond. I had to leave the conversation. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> um, Timing was very fitting, though. So today we're going to talk about one of my heroes. And uh, even though you may have never heard of her in a less than roundabout way, sure she's the reason you're watching this. <laughs> uh, her brother, Hans, well, he was a member of Hitler Youth. She was a member of a similar organization. Her dad, well, he was a critic of, of Hitler. She was a little bit of an artist, though. So she hung out with musicians, philosophers, you know, other degenerates of that ilk. She almost didn't make it through school, became a kindergarten teacher. Eventually, she wound up at the University of Munich. Uh, sure enough, there's Hans. <laughs> He's there. Studying medicine, I think. And they had this circle of friends. And they'd sit around and talk about philosophy and music. And this little network, well, it morphed. And it became what was known as the White Rose Society. And they started writing leaflets and encouraging passive resistance to the Nazi regime. They framed their arguments in these leaflets. They framed them uh, biblically and philosophically, making sure that they could reach everybody. After the sixth flyer, they got caught. As they were walking her to the guillotine, she, uh, her last words, were, how can we expect righteousness to prevail when there's hardly anybody willing to give himself up individually to a righteous cause? It's such a fine, sunny day, and I have to go. But what does my death matter if through us thousands of people are awakened and stirred to action? She was 21 when she was executed. That execution took place today, February 22nd, 76 years ago. So what did she teach us, though? What can we learn from her life and what she did? this entire series of videos. <laughs> First, that new information, exposure to new ideas, can and should change the way you think. 
that there is a difference between legality and morality. The patriotism and nationalism aren't the same. Rule 303. If you've got the means, you've got the responsibility. She left a historical mark that uh, even in a sea of brown shirts, there can be white roses. She taught us the importance of meeting people where they're at in life's journey. You know, it's hard to quantify what she did militarily for the war effort. You know, when you think of resistance during World War II, <laughs> you think of blowing up bridges, taking out trains, collecting Nazi scalps. She didn't do any of that. Didn't do any of that. She encouraged passive resistance. Because she understood that not everybody can pick up a gun. Not everybody's going to become a radical or a militant. But everybody can engage in passive resistance. What does that mean? Don't be as good at your job as you could be. Slow down at work. You work in a factory, maybe the Nazis don't have as much ammunition. Maybe that family of Jews gets away. Taught us a whole lot. Twenty-one. <laughs> when she was executed, even the uh, even the Nazi guards commented on the bravery she displayed. During her trial, her entire defense consisted of one statement. Somebody, after all, had to make a start. What we wrote and said is also believed by others. They just don't dare express themselves as we did. Sophie had way more than just a thought. Y'all have a good night.